there are two kinds of activities I find myself wanting to share now. What I call cosmic activity, which is the activity that this body <coughs> was divinely created to perform, actually. And there is the activity, which is mental activity, which is the kind of constantly chatter, 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 chatter that goes on in our mind, and always fantasizing and projecting, which is an activity that distorts your natural harmony. It distracts us from our natural harmony. The activity that comes from ego, or from strong personal identity, that will distract you, and keep you blind to the deeper awareness of your soul force, your um, natural harmony or unity with God's Self, or pure awareness. Now, we have been so much conditioned in life to develop in ego, or personal identity, taking personal identity to be the fact of our existence, and not the root or the fictional existence. The person, personality, or sometimes people don't like to think that personality or personhood and ego are the same, but they are actually. Ego does not mean beating your chest and saying, I'm so great. Ego can also be like this. It can also be very nice. What does ego mean? It means a strong conviction that you are your body mind conditioning, that you are your persona or your personal identity. Personal identity is also mm, a mode of consciousness. It's also consciousness, but it becomes so limited, so limited because of its conditioning and outlook. It's like you're running, you're existing on twenty percent, ten percent of what you really are. Even that's a very high number, ten percent. If we are living merely on the basis of personhood, then we are almost cut off. You are never cut off, but you feel almost cut off experientially from the Supreme Self, which we are, factually and fundamentally. So if spirituality has anything, uh, any power, it is again to reconnect, so to speak, with our eternal Self, which is where? In which direction? I would have to ask you, go in search of yourself. Start going that way. I cannot tell you that. Because you are sitting in yourself, but unaware. We are sitting in the heart of ourselves, but unaware of what it is at experientially. Is it too many words I've spoken like that? I'm not creating anything. I'm only pointing to something. This is the beauty of satsang. I'm not telling you what you have to become. 
Maybe, if anything, I'll probably show you what you must unbecome. Because what you are, you cannot become. You can only rediscover. Actually, life is about rediscovering our true or fundamental reality or nature. Unlike the ego is always trying to become something. Can you see this? Always trying to become a better person, trying to become more loved, trying to become accepted, trying to become successful in the world, trying to become famous, trying to become rich, trying to become powerful, trying, trying, trying to become, become, become. So few beings. And I count you inside that few. In this life, or in any life, I've begun to discover and to deconstruct from the delusion mentality, to rediscover our fundamental nature. And it's not like when you get over there. No, every moment. Once you have begun to recognize, every moment is like you are expanding in consciousness again. Every moment, at least, should be your attitude. You are constantly maturing, maturing by grace, because grace is just another word for what you are. You are opened to grace. You are under God's care. I stand with every word I am sharing with you. In our world, people, many people cannot be quiet. Too much Mental junk food, emotional junk food. So nobody is keeping quiet. Even to say keep quiet at a certain point, there is nobody to keep quiet. There is just quiet. In the beginning, you have to be told, keep quiet. I mean, make effort. What's the effort? Is the effort to keep quiet? No, the effort to not engage with the noise. That is also quiet. If I say, try and focus on being quiet, then it's effort to be quiet. It's not quite the true quiet. But if I say, you can allow the noise, the movement, but don't identify, then it's easier. Then you don't have to do silence. You simply recognize the silence. What is the value of silence? Silence is the mirror to your own being. Even in satsang, I say, if you pay attention, you see the mind movement, identities playing, but you stay only to observe it, but don't identify. This is powerful exercise for everybody. Look, observe, but don't identify. And look what happened. At first, sometimes people like the driver on the road. I can't do it. I can't. Sorry, I can't do it. It's too strong. My mind is too strong. You know, there's no dimmer switch for the mind to turn it down either. 
It's a boom, 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 boom. So, what to do? Little by little bit, you practice. You practice. And it becomes easier to observe without participating. Do we all get this, what I'm saying now? Because it's right crucial now. If you do it even for a little bit, I was even saying to some people, do it for one minute at a time. For one minute at a time, observe your mind without going into shape. Stay shapeless. One minute. Maybe in one minute you can't succeed even. Then you begin to see the virility of your mind. For one minute, he's already you're gone. You're down the road eating pizza or something, and it's whoa, whoa, what is that? You see the force of mind habit, but this is the beginning of your success. Let's just keep watching without identifying. You can set a little timer, but don't watch your clock, because if you do this, then you're not true to it. Do it for one minute, and then do it for two minutes. Try. To see, just at first, it's like effort. It feels almost impossible, but stay with it, and gradually you'll feel somehow. If you don't identify with what is arising in the mind and the being, naturally and spontaneously, it will throw you back into natural self-awareness. We are very object awareness at the moment. Meaning that we are what the senses are bringing, what the mind is imagining. It's like our day is full. Everybody is engaged, working for their mind. Nobody has time. Not even the unemployed have time. Everybody's they're into something. So observe this thing, and as you observe, you start to see that naturally, just by that, you become naturally self-aware, which means the power comes back just to your own being. And you are going to love it so much that your love for it will result in the gift you are giving back to yourself, to be self-aware. Remember, I am not telling you reject the world, curse the world, be cynical about anything. Just know thyself. Be aware. Don't learn about yourself only by books. Just like you cannot go to a restaurant and be satisfied with the menu. Okay, beautiful pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. You must put it in the mouth. You must chew. You must swallow. You must digest. Then assimilate. Even you're not doing it. You're not doing. At best, I can say you're chewing. But once you swallow, it's out of your hands. Another power is taking over. Everything becomes here. Then after assimilation, combustion. 
what we are sharing here. I am not asking you to keep. Use. Follow it. Then it will combust into spirit, which means that it becomes one with you. I am not pointing to anything in the future or in the past. And even now, in the present, I am not even talking about present moment as in time, as a bridge between past and future. Beyond past and future and present, because present also is manifesting in the unchanging and timeless. But you will not conquer, you will not know it until you are devoted to that understanding. If it's merely concept, you will probably get it. Yeah, yes, we are just a present. No. But you must continue. I read something from the Ribu Gita not long ago. It was a very powerful statement, and I will tell you what it is again. It says, Having come to the realization that the world, all the pictures, all the experiences of the pictures of the world that is manifesting on the screen of consciousness are not stable and are fundamentally unreal, you must abide blissfully and content in that state of your unity as the Brahman Self, as pure awareness Self. You must maintain that conviction, even while functioning as an individual in the world of names and forms. That state, which is your firm abidance in the heart self, is called Sahaja Nishta, the natural state. Having discovered that the world of names and forms hmm, that are appearing on the screen of consciousness, screen of consciousness, waking state, but even dreaming state, meaning that there's some consciousness, and uh, there are the images of you and me and this and that and heaven and hell and life and death and all of this is playing. Having come to the realization that this that's happening on the screen is unstable and fundamentally unreal. Why unreal? Isn't the fact that something appears and I see it, isn't that real enough? So what does it mean, unreal? It means it has no substance. Throw your attention back to yesterday. How many things happened in yesterday? Mostly they are gone. Except what is quintessential, what points you back to yourself. That is ever-present and timeless. But all things born of the mind and person, and situations, and, and uh, different kind of context, they are gone. gone. It is the nature of things. 
just the fundamental love that is the fragrance of your being that matters and the continuity of your beingness awareness that is but the stories the pictures the time everything they come and go like clouds passing so having come to realize that they are fundamentally unstable and unreal hmm? live now blissfully aware of yourself as the brahman awareness self and this conviction must be maintained even while appearing to live as an individual in the world of names and forms even though we have to move but it will be different for you your lives have changed probably you forgot that when we are living as slaves and servants to our ego mind we were really happy moments of happiness but as you become aware of your deeper truth it's as though you've crossed over from life from death to life becoming aware you're not so easily disturbed by things you can feel pain but rarely does it collapse into states of suffering things are more momentary like this moving moving you become much more stable peaceful when i say observe the mind because you don't know the mind when the mind stuff come it doesn't send an email i'm coming it comes no but look what when it comes even the thoughts they come in a millionth of a second you're already here to see that well it's an appearance you are without speed therefore everything shows up in you you are the untouched i'm not talking about you personally but you impersonally we must come to be aware of ourselves impersonally huh? then as we discover the vastness of the impersonal then you can take the shape of the personal a little bit you won't trouble anything sometimes our prayer oh lord rid me of ego and merge me in you this is a very profound prayer simple but the most potent don't be waiting to be free anymore don't be waiting and don't be claiming oh i am free if you can stay in this place where you as i said earlier simple exercise you're aware of your mind movements but don't subscribe to them don't log in 
to the screen of the mind. You understand what I mean by that? You can be aware, but don't get, don't identify with it. Be aware that you are observing it, that you are just observing. Just be aware of observing, and spontaneously, hmm, you become self-aware. When you are not fixated upon object awareness, you become subject awareness. You follow, and it it it's very quick. Now what? Abide in it. Does it mean oh, call off work, sick, give up your job? No, do those things. When you have moment, you sit with this, until you find that this this presence is permeating everything you do. Doesn't matter. Just like if you're working, you're working in in the marketplace, and your name is George, you don't forget you are George. You're doing whatever you're doing. You're not thinking, I'm George. I'm George. No, if you still remember, you do. Then anyone says, Hey, George, yeah. Did you have to think I'm George? George. No. And naturally, it come. Naturally, even before the idea of George as a name came, you are already the awareness. You see. Now, we are. What's happening is that the tendency, the habits <coughs> that for so long we have been identified. With our personality and this type of thing, now you begin to watch it. You begin to recognize. Wait a second. It's okay. And even if you wish, you may just keep saying in your heart, "Thank you." A simple prayer. Thank you. Thank you, existence. Thank you, Lord. I gave this prayer some years ago. Simple beginning, simple deepening, and every day powerful. Thank you. Thank you. When I give this exercise to some people, I said, "Thanks for what? Thanks for what?" I said, "That's how far you've slipped away." Thanks for what? I said, "Don't, don't, don't, don't worry." I say, "Just say thank you, and try to do it with some feeling. Not, not acting. Say thank you, and thank you, thank you. And after a little while, you start to things start to come to say thank you for this." Thank you for that. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that I can say thank you. Thank you that there's love in my life. Thank you that I can think for myself. Thank you that I can begin to enjoy my own company. You know how important it is? Thank you that I can begin to enjoy my own presence, my own company. I don't always have to go to other people. Thank you. Thank you for this breath. Sometimes thank you for this sickness even. Sickness help you to to throw off the world and to focus in your heart. Thank you for my troubles even. Sometimes people say thank you for my troubles because I need the trouble to get out of trouble. I need to go here to rise up again. Just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And see how effective at transforming your vibration just this one. Thank you. Thank you that I can be here. Thank you.
can, I can listen to the birds or to see the sky and feel joy in my heart. Thank you, I can drink fresh water. Thank you that I can sit on the floor. I am not so comfortable sitting on the floor. So I see you as a mm. But they don't say thank you. Mm. They say, no, thank you for everything. That already these things, simple pointers to refresh your being. Let me live my highest possibility. Not a possibility created in my mind, but that which I am appearing in this form to do. Let that happen. But above all things, that I found myself as I am. And that's not a personal success story. As I've said before, freedom is not for the ego. Freedom is from the ego, meaning from the rule of ego. Do we understand what ego is, actually? Ego lives where we are unaware of ourselves. It manifests as a sense of just a personal, private identity. Gradually, don't say throw it away, you can't do it. Just keep remembering now who you are. When you are without all this stuff going on in the head and what to do and all the plans and stuff, and you are just aware and happily self-aware. You are in your natural state. That is your Sahaja state. That is Sahaja Nishta. Having listened and sat together, what can improve upon what is here right now? What needs to be changed at all? Pay attention only to the here now. Timeless now. Are you imagining this? Can you be other than this? Remain shapeless.
in all shapes can play. But all shapes are momentary. The shapeless is timeless, limitless. Be only in this, and observe that all things are unfolding, bitter or sweet, but you will not accept anything as a curse, and you will find that somehow some energy is supporting you all the time. When you are a person, this is not available. You are on your own. But personally, but when you're in your heart, you're on your own, but universally. And that universal one is abundant in love and peace and compassion. That has been the game of the existence. That is the game of the existence, the play of the existence. To take form. The formless appears for a time in form. To experience the diverse expressions and potential of this diversified field of consciousness. To taste what it is like to be a person, to be personal and private, to have ambitions and projections and dreams, aspirations, suffering, pain, and all the play of the interrelated opposite, as is prescribed for this particular life expression for now, and to transcend Prove the greatness of the Supreme Awareness Self, above all the limitations of personhood. Of course, the mind and personhood is going to promise a lot, all the things of the world. And when we are dressed in personhood, it will be very, very attractive. In one of the temptations of Christ, he says, that Satan brought him on top of a mountain, and overlooking all, he could see all the kingdoms of the earth. And he says, All these things, all this I will give to you, because it is given to me to impart to who I want. All this can be yours, if you only bow down and worship me. Satan said. And Jesus answered, it is written, Thou shalt love and honour the Lord your God only, and Him only you shall serve. What is the Lord your God? The Supreme Self, the Supreme Lord of the universe. And why could He say that? Because He was in His heart. Let's be in your heart. Your heart knows these things without having to go to university. 
It knows these things because it is the universe self. All that the world can give you as a person will all turn to dust one day. Kingdoms and kingdoms have gone before our time as we are now. Archaeologists, God made archaeologists to show us to dig them out with with toothbrush and things to show this look, look, this one. This is the, the one of the tooth of the Pharaoh. Yeah. And this is where they lived. We always think every dime every every generation, every era in the human existence have always felt we are at the top, we are at the front of everything. It has happened before and before, again and again, again and again. We come to this place and we destroy our civilization because we were not civilized enough to know God, to know ourself in the highest sense. Each one here must be come the evidence that God exists. Just by your simple life, not sending you go out and uh, and preach to any. Just in your simple life, not hiding away, and not trying to shine. The one who shines within does not need a spotlight. Be available to universal consciousness. You will never be disappointed. You will never be disappointed. What is happening inside you? What is happening inside you? Will it ever go away? What are you realizing? What are you being shown? Will it fade? Because the mind will rise up. Mind will rise up. As though to deceive you, to distract your attention. But you will be here to see him. In your seeing, you will know. I am the unfading one. You will know that in your heart, you are the unfading one. You must be here first before anything else can be seen. Find out who this you is. You must be here first before anything can be perceived. Find out who this one that you are is.
without pride, without arrogance, without fear. If a diamond falls into mud and is covered in mud, maybe no one will see and appreciate it. This diamond is the true self. The mud is the mind and the person. When the mud is washed away, you see the diamond lost nothing at all. Even while it was covered in mud, it lost nothing of its fundamental nature. Don't think. Thinking is totally inappropriate for you now. Thinking now is disrespectful to your being. Give thanks to the mighty power of God, whose grace and love and wisdom and power permeate and pervade the hearts and minds of all who come into the hearing of this and the presence of this, the presence of this. All who holds in front of them the mirror of God. And only God can see his reflection in the mirror of God. And blessing upon you each. That in allowing your heart to see its own face, we are redeemed 
and healed and cured of delusion and continue to grow in pure consciousness. In the presence and light of the unchanging Absolute. Let it be so. Let it be so. Om.